penis isn't going to hold me down. Haha, <laughs> 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 too late. No. <laughs> we know you love us, but the information on our podcast is provided for educational and entertainment purposes only. I understand I'm both an LPC and an LMFT. However, this is not intended as a substitute for professional services of any kind. If you or anyone you know needs professional help, please seek mental health services. Hey, this is Zorik. And Emma. Host of the Day Podcast. How's it going, Emma? It's going well. Good. Fall I'm, is here, I guess. It is here, and the leaves are falling, and they're changing color. And I'm having hot flashes. Hot flashes? Why? Mm-hmm. Well, you go into the sun, and the sun is like on you, and it's like hot and intense. Oh, so yeah. So then you start sweating because the sun is so hot, and you're wearing a sweater and boots, and then you go into the shade... And then you start freezing because there's no sun there. Mm-hmm. So hot, I'm cold, hot, cold, hot flashes all the time. Yeah. Okay. So that's how I am. Oh, me too. I have hot <laughs> flashes at night sometimes. Do you have that? Um. Yes and no, but I also sleep with like three blankets. A billion blankets. I do. You just and take them off and pillows all around me. Yeah. Do you know what I had to do? Mm-hmm. That that day that you we were recording and you played that stupid scary go ahead song. go ahead <laughs> what, what what did I do you played a scary song and I had my back turned to your bathroom uh-huh. so if you guys have recorded like the bathroom door is behind me and it was open and his closet was open and I swore I swear I thought something was gonna come out and scare me because that's usually my life but at night when I went back to my place i had it seriously like i had to like tuck myself in build a fort of like pillows all (laughs) around my body yeah and like i had to sleep with like my like on my back and Mm -hmm. like not move because i was like oh my gosh like someone's gonna hurt me like i can't have my back towards like the 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 ceiling because if the person like kills me in my sleep like (laughs) Hold on. What happened to this, the mindfulness talk that you give me? You're like, be in the moment. Focus on right now. No I one's going to get that, you. I tried that, and it didn't anxiety. work. Because my anxiety was through the roof. Well, if no one's heard that uh, episode, that was the last episode. If yes. If you haven't heard it, it was, it's called Emma Gets Scared. Yep. And she does really get scared. I really do get scared, you guys. So, so uh, today, what yep. we're going to talk about is travel... Yes. And sex. Did you know that people uh, would rather travel more than sex or travel than sex? I don't know. Sex is really great. I am all on board with this article. Okay. Well, we'll talk about this statistics in this article and uh, yep. everything that goes with it. But Emma, first. First. Yes. <laughs> first. So first, if this is your first time listening to us, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Please. Because we are on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and anywhere else that you guys listen to your podcast. That's what the subscribe sounds like when you... Does it subs- really? Yep. Yep. 
Are you sure you just didn't want to touch your soundboard? Uh, Gosh, that sounds so <laughs> horrible. Oh, you want to go there, huh? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> okay. Not going there. Anyway, right. so leave us a review telling mm-hmm. us how much you enjoy listening to us, how much you're fascinated by us. Just, you know, praising us. Please. Yeah, leave us five stars. If you have any comments, questions, or topics that you want us to discuss, um, send us an email, hello datepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at datepodcast. Nice. So, Emma, is there yes. something in the world today that you want to tell us about? There's a few things that I want to talk about. I got to figure out. Okay, I think I chose one. Okay. What do you get? So, I know this is for next year, but I don't care. Game of Thrones is coming next year. It is coming next year. I'm it happy. Is. I waited long enough. I think it's been a year that we haven't had anything. I can't wait to see the ending, whatever it's going to be. But you've read all the books, so you kind of know what's no, happening. No, I did not read oh, the books. Oh, okay. No. You track me as a book reader. Yes. Typically, I am, uh-huh. but the size of these books are bigger than bricks. And the font yeah. is super small. And it took me, I think, a year and a half to get through the first one. <sighs> no one has time for that. Exactly. That's a lot of reading. And I know if I listen to it, like, an audio, I will probably fall asleep. I try that. Uh, I, I read that or listen to it on an airplane one time. Mm-hmm. And I just fell asleep. Yeah. It's see? great. Great for falling asleep, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the shows are so great. I mean... The shows are amazing. Yeah. So... I am trying not to read stuff about Game of Thrones, and at the same time, it's like I like reading stuff about Game of Thrones. Okay, is it like is it like uh, gonna spoil? It's not gonna spoil anything. So basically, Kit Harrington, who plays Jon Snow on the show, apparently said that he didn't want to read the scripts in advance, and so they do a table read, right, where they the whole cast gets together and reads the scripts. Yeah. You're laughing or smiling. Why? No, I'm just thinking of, I'm just picturing Jon Snow. I'm Jon Snow. Is that how he talks? Is sure. He, is he in his. You like, watch the show. I do. But I mean, like in a table read. Or is it no. just like talking? You're just like. You're just, well, I mean, it just, it's a table read. So we can go many ways. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so he didn't read the scripts in advance, waited till the table read, and then apparently didn't know. Um, so he was, I guess, the only one that didn't know how much of a roller coaster it was going to be, like mm-hmm. an emotional roller coaster. And um, he said that he like openly wept twice. Oh my! Gosh. During this reading, and he I'm cried? like, if he cried and he's reading the script just during the table read, what kind of emotional trauma? Am I gonna go through watching this show? Because I get really, I'm, I've been really attached to characters, uh-huh. and I'm someone like I'm personally like attached to them. Like yeah, you're I invested. Am, I'm super invested. Like, spoiler, like on my birthday, the, the worst thing that could have happened happened. Watching Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I wore black for a whole week because I was yeah. like mourning. Yeah, and then you're invested. Like, how many years has this been, Emma? 
I don't like know. Five I years? was in grad school when it started, I think, or bef- it was before I started grad school. Yeah, so you're like emotionally invested. You s- invested so much yes. time. It's like a relationship. It is with this show that's beautiful and stupid at the same time because it breaks yeah. my heart and I'm a glutton for punishment. We all are if we watch it. We are. We're all glutton for punishment. We all know what we're getting ourselves into, it, and then we're just like, this is great. This is amazing. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's crying twice in front of everyone. And like, I just, I don't know. I don't, oh Wow. Well, I guess uh, maybe he was acting. Maybe it was just fake. No, I don't think he was <laughs> acting. I think he's just so like, He's so invested in his character too. Like he 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 plays Jon Snow, yeah. and it's like maybe he was just having a bad day. Maybe I his don't girlfriend think that he was. <laughs> broke up his with him. wife. He's oh, married his wife. now. Oh, um, and so like, but one of the time he said that he cried was at the very end when they reached the last page of episode six. Ooh. Oh. Maybe that's when he dies. If he dies, I just oh my gosh! Like I'm just. I'm going to need so much wine. Like, I'm already prepping, like, Game of Thrones parties. I can't wait. I'm just parties. so excited for the for the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but also, it, I also, it's kind of like, you know, I kind of like the time in between, though. Because you know it's going to end, but it's not, it hasn't ended yet. It hasn't ended yet. And part of me, like, doesn't want to start so it never ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's, oh, that's what I feel, too. Yeah. And I like but it. But I just, I love the show so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. That's how I feel. <laughs> well, I'll turn that frown upside down and let's okay. talk about sex. Can we talk about travel versus sex? L- let's talk about sex, right? Oh, you like talking about sex too much sometimes. I think you're like, Emma, this is, this you is my sexual talk song. about sex, but really, it's you. This is uh, yeah, there you go. how we have sex, right? Okay. That's okay. how you have sex. <laughs> that's not how we have sex. Uh, okay. So this is what we're going to talk about. It's why some millennials think travel is more important than sex. I think I'm one of those. Well, you see, Emma, on all of these, or I see on all of these dating apps, the bios say, I love to travel, I love to travel, I love to travel. And I thought that was a cop-out and just it was just, you know, it was just fluff. Yeah. But there is meaning to this. There is meaning to the I love to travel. There is. And this article is uh, is from the Vox, right? Voxmedia.com. And a new study shows that millennials will give up Netflix, alcohol, and even sex for travel. So in this survey, they talked to people between 18 and 35, and they found out, there's 1,500 people that were surveyed, they found out that 80% of millennials say they would give up Netflix for travel, which is easy, duh, right? Yeah, because okay. I mean, when you're traveling, you're not necessarily watching Netflix. Yeah, so like totally. Get if, it. if I'm at home and I'm watching yes. Netflix, I'd rather be traveling. Hell right. yeah, <laughs> right? So that's easy. Seventy-three uh, percent say they would give up alcohol. No, for traveling. I travel to drink. Yeah, true. That. I travel to drink and shop. Well, maybe they're not connected. Like it's oh. like, would you rather be at a bar drinking or traveling somewhere? I'd rather be traveling yeah, somewhere so to a bar like, and drink. These are dumb questions. <laughs> um, and then, this is the tough one. 57% say they would even give up sex for travel. So if I was having sex with a woman and someone I knocked on our door. I have to on a plane. <laughs> <Bye>. And someone <laughs> knocked on the door. It was a travel agent that said, hey, I know you're in mid 
stroke or whatever is going on, would you go on this trip to <laughs> to Vegas? <laughs> Uh, you make it more appealing. Like, <laughs> Vegas is not appealing to me. Well, travel, uh, maybe Iceland. Here we go. Iceland. I don't know if I would, I wouldn't say yes. Again, know your audience. You're picking the wrong country for this person right here. Okay. Um, London. Okay. There you Thank go. You. If you're having sex with a man and you guys are just going to pound town yep. and all of a sudden... That's you, attractive. You get, you get a text or a call uh-huh. from somebody that says, hey, let's jump on a plane right now and sco- let's go to London. What would you say? Bye. Would you? It's London, dude. So, yeah. I love London. I've been twice. I love it. I want to go again. Yeah. So, but then does that mean that you just won't ever have sex ever again? I don't think that's what it means i think it's just saying like if you have the choice between like get laid or travel uh, more people are gonna pick travel you're probably the person you're what like what is what is 40 43 that are gonna pick sex over travel and that's okay that's okay it is what it is that's i don't like this question but what else would you give up for sex i've i've given up before oh for sex oh i thought you meant for travel Okay. I mean, sex. I don't know. Like, I, I was, I've been celibate, was celibate. Like, I, like, eh. So you would give up a lot? Yeah. A cup of coffee? No, like, Candy. I'm saying, like, I'm celibate. So, like, it, it's not. Oh, but. Like, it's not. Like, if you were to put, like, okay, so, like, I just went to the store and bought, like, two bags of chocolate because it was on sale from Halloween and whatever. Yeah. Like, if you're telling me, like, you can't have your M&Ms or Snickers anymore, but you can have all the sex you want, I'm going to be like, that's stupid. But you're celibate, so maybe you, you, have, you don't understand the beauty. Maybe. And the magic of intercourse. Okay. Blank stare. I feel fulfilled. By what? What fulfills you? So what fills the hole um, that sex leaves? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I you know, I plan things. I host things. But wouldn't you rather I be having sex? Though? Cook. Cooking or sex? Which one would you do? Cooking. I really? have to eat. Do you do you not know me? But you can eat later. <laughs> okay. No, trust me. If I'm hung- like if I'm hungry, like I'm hungry, like it's over. Like my mom makes sure that. She has snacks or like when we travel together, like we plan stuff around meal times because she knows if I'm hungry or like if my sister's hungry, like it's over. Yeah. Like we're like when my amazing friend, she and I would travel, we like plan stuff around meal times too because we both knew each other. Yeah. I feel like Emma, you would not give up anything for travel. I think if someone said travel or this Emma, you'd be like travel every time. Now, if you were to be like travel or Game of Thrones... Hmm. That might be a dilemma, but I still think I'm going to pick travel. Yeah, but ev- it's because I think everybody loves to travel. Uh, pe- some people I'm have curious to know, like, what about you? Like, if somebody were to say, like, hey, Zorik, like, travel or not have sex, like... Oh, it depends. Like, how good is the sex, you know? It's the sex that you're having now. Oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> well not, there's no sex happening right this moment, so... Uh, I, it just depends also, like, where, right? If, if I'm going... Right. T- 
to some, some podunk town in Texas, no. then I'm like, nah, heck no. Mm-hmm. But sex is important to me. That's right. why. Yeah. Very important to me. Travel is important too. But I don't know if I can give up sex for travel. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm in the, the bottom majority here. And there's nothing wrong here. with that. Some, you yeah. know, some of our listeners are probably like, yeah, Zorik's right. And some of them are like, yeah, Emma's right. And it is what it is. Yeah. So for you, nothing else can trump travel except for Game of Thrones, basically. And not even really. Hmm. That's just the first thing that popped into my mind. I'm trying to think, like, what, like, seriously, like, what choice I would have that would be, like, compared to, tra- like, this or that that would make me really question travel. Would you go to grad school or travel for that duration of grad school? I mean, I traveled while in grad school. Oh. Well, what I took a semester off so I could travel. What if you can only choose one or the other? So you you have the opportunity to, to backpack across Europe I don't for one backpack. year. <laughs> so you wouldn't you wouldn't say yes or no on that one, or maybe not backpack. Maybe just take the train. Take take that train that goes up throughout the whole country, all the countries. That's a good one because I I value education for myself, mm-hmm. and so like that's a value that I have. So you would put education over travel. I think so. Yeah, I think me too. Me too. I don't care where you tell me, because in the end, I well, s- and I say education, and I also like that includes knowledge. Like I think that they're. I know that they're not the same, but for me, like, they are. Yeah. So it just doesn't mean, like, grad school. Like, it just means knowledge in general. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I considered giving up my day job so I could go travel. So career, so travel is more important than your career. That's what you're saying. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, for sure. For me, too. Yeah. I'd rather travel and do nothing and just, like... But okay, so what's interesting though is like we're saying this, and then there's, uh, and so this article that we're talking about, mm-hmm. which I think we're just hitting like all the millennial things. <laughs> this is like I think we're just I, because like, I, like yeah, but like I think because we're millennials, like we're being very cliche about what would we be, what would we pick travel over, like our career, I'm trying to our think. job, yeah. our education, like these are, like if travel versus your career, travel versus your education slash knowledge, like that makes it a more difficult choice. And I think that as millennials, like we aspire to travel. And so like they even say here that, um, f- yeah, like millennials travel 35 days out of the year. Mm-hmm. Gen Z, 29 days, and baby boomers, 27 days. And so we spend more time traveling than these other generations. And so I think I think that does speak to the fact that, like, this is why we're giving the answers, because we value traveling. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. stereotypical right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think traveling is, is, much, is much better than working nine to five, but there's a term here called transformative travel. Which cracked me up, the, the self-actualization traveling. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, and, and that, that is, uh, what is, what is transformation, to transform, transformative travel? Emma, it's somewhere here. It is. But <laughs> there is another research <laughs> that they reference, and it, it tells us here what transformational travel is. Zorik did his research. And it is um, SCIFT, which is a, a travel report uh, done in 2018, defines transformative travel as any travel experience that empowers people to make meaningful, 
lasting changes in their lives, whether big or small. That's what transformative travel is. You know what? Let me tell you what when I travel, what I'm about. Drinks and men. And shopping. <laughs> shopping. I don't need to self-actualize that. I don't need to self-actualize on these trips. I'm not about that. I think for me, it's about like how much fun can I have in this amount of time? How much art can I see in this amount of time? How many things can I do in this amount of time? So like, what, what's so what's happening in your situation is you're you're becoming a better person. You're transforming. You're being opening open to new like to new things. Yeah, but I don't need this thing to tell me that. Yeah, but this is in the back of really what's happening. Like in, like in in the in the I'm front. I'm confused. And so when you go on vacation, yeah. you're learning new things like you just said, trying new I things. I like art. Yeah, so you're I you're, like to try whiskey. So when you when you look at art, when you try new whiskey, you're yeah. transforming like you're you're it's a taste that you've never tried or some piece of art you've okay. never seen. So I guess so that's I'm self-actualizing on my trip. Yes, you are. But you can call it what you may. But you well, are. Well, I wanted it to be shallow. Why can't you just let me be shallow? No, this is a deep-ass conversation right no, now. No, I want to be shallow, damn it. Okay, be shallow then. Go ahead. Continue. I just I love shopping. Okay. And I love going to markets. Okay. And buy things for me. I, like, bring a suitcase for things that I buy and souvenirs because again I love buying people stuff when I'm traveling. Mm -hmm. And uh, according to their their survey it said 54% of respondents said transformation was an important aspect of vacationing. So maybe you you're probably on the bottom. It's not very important to you. But I think when you get on a plane, when you go anywhere that, that you've never been before, you transform. Period. I transform into sleep. You transform into sleep? Yeah, I sleep. I wake up for meals only. <laughs> <laughs> oh you I'm eat, not sleep, joking. eat, sleep, shop, and drink, and men, and that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, when you're on a dating app and someone says, oh, I love to travel, and then he or she lists all of these photos of, uh -huh. of them on these trips, does, do they seem to you more, um, I guess, attractive because they've been to all these places? I wouldn't say attractive. I would say more open. Mm -hmm. What about you? Because I know that as girls, we like to post those pictures because a lot of mine are usually that. Yeah, well, I guess what the, the article talks about is that a person who, who posts all those pictures, it makes them seem very adventurous, which right. is someone I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Rich, which eh, eh. to me, eh, the, if they have their money, that's fine. If they don't, that's fine as well. And uh, interested in their own self-development, uh, which is the whole transformative travel mm -hmm. thing again. But yeah, I think that to me, to me, I think that's very attractive. I just don't like it when people say, I love to travel because everyone loves to travel. Just put your photos on your, your dating app and show us, show us that you love to travel. Don't mm. tell us. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 um, so speak with your pictures. Yeah, Not your words. don't tell us, show us. Okay. Um, and then the article goes on to say the average millennial life is also plagued with financial obligation, so um, which leaves less room for transformative experiences yeah. during the day and day-to-day, -day, which day-to-day -day is what? Work, work, work. Working you can't transform out. at You can't transform at work, which you, you can't kind of. But um, you feel locked into a job and right. routine. And uh, it's just not very meaningful. And what travel helps us do is it, it 
you know, obviously you got the pictures and the experiences mm -hmm. and, um, but it also, again, you learn new things, you transform, and that's the whole point of this research. I just kind of thought it was funny that um, there's like travel companies that are like making a little niche out of this, mm -hmm. you know, that they're like transformative travel. It, well, it could be. I mean, yeah. the only time that I want to get woke is when I go to like Costa Rica for like yoga stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and you could be right. Like, um, like companies, they try to build a market for themselves, and maybe this is this company, which I think Skift is one of those companies that that takes people to different places, like Iceland, like China. Mm -hmm. and so maybe they're trying to say, hey, if you want to transform, because you know today it, there's a lot of books on self-development. Yeah, that, that's a big topic that you see that's booming. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is because we all way want in. a quick fix, and no one wants to go to therapy and actually do the work. Oh, you have to do work to change. Yes. Oh my gosh! You know, we had this conversation. So I had a meet up the other day. Yeah. We had a conversation about can people change? Yes. And I posed the question. Half the group said. Actually, everyone said no. They're wrong. And I think people can change a little bit. I don't think they can change. It's you just not in my change. experience. You can change. So what happens is that whole phrase of like, you can't teach a dog new tricks mm -hmm. is unrealistic. And it's not true because our brain does create new neuropathways. We just have to keep practicing them. The thing is that why people don't believe that we change, it's because so like, we get used to our patterns and our routine, even though like people are like, I hate patterns and routine. Like our brain gets used to it. We get used to it. And the moment that we want to create something new, our brain is like, all right, we can go this way. Cool. Let's make this connection. And somehow because the other neural pathway of our old connection is stronger, we tend to revert to that rather quickly instead of creating this new connection. So it makes change a lot more difficult. So, so people uh -huh. can change. Yeah. So how would you implement like change in someone's life with this travel, transformative travel? Is there any linkage or just something you'd, you'd, you'd say, hey, hey you maybe you should go on a trip somewhere and maybe that'll help you? It depends on the person. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And it has to be very like tailored to them. Like they also have to value travel. It's just really dependent on the person. Mm -hmm. But people can change. So when people, because my sister and I were having this conversation because we were watching a show and um, she made the comment of like, oh, once a cheater, always a cheater. And I said, not always. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, um, not always. I said, because I said, if, if, if whoever is cheating mm -hmm. and finds all his needs or her needs being met through this new partner, I said, then this person doesn't feel like they need to go look for these needs somewhere else. Yeah. A lot of times it's, it's not about the person that it's not about the person who is cheated on. It's the person who is cheating. Like it's their issues that they need to work on. Yeah. Do you think if I'm trying to tie what you're saying back to this research, but do you think if someone cheated, do you think it'd be a good recommendation for them to go on a trip? It depends on the person. Yeah, because I'm not gonna tell a homebody to go travel if like if 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 it's like a, a, a thing like where they can't leave the house or they like their routine. Like I'm not gonna be like go to Europe. Yeah, because like we have to work to towards yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, in in the research, it also goes to say that 51 percent of people when they travel, they gain a new perspective. Yeah, 
43% said I learned something new, and 30% said I had a reflective moment. So there's there's a lot to be said about tra transformational travel. And I think that we forget. Like, I think we think of travel as like um, long trips. A lot of times, like they can be very short trips. And so I like that they end it, the article with the paragraph of like a historical brewery tour. Um, oh, local. Something you know, local. Something local. Like yeah. I keep, like I am begging one of my friends for us to pick a date when her schedule's not so busy for us to go hiking. Like I get to go hiking for one of the first times in my life, really. But that's something that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So we get to drive to, I don't know where we're going, but we're driving somewhere. Probably here. Probably because she wants to make sure I survive. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like <laughs> a hospital nearby. Yeah. Or, for like or wine. Or, or wine. <laughs> At the end of the, of the hike. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, again, uh, let me go back to this, that, that millennials jet set for 35 days out of the year. How many days yeah. do you jet set? I, so I was really bummed to think last year was the first year I didn't get to travel since I turned 18. Yeah. So I didn't really get to, I mean, Florida, I don't, I didn't count that because it was, I didn't count it. Mm -hmm. And so it was, I didn't go international anywhere. Maybe this is just. Jet setting in general. Maybe. Leaving your city. I mean, I have, I'm, I'm fortunate enough now that I have the job that I get the summer off. Yeah. So I am planning on leaving Yeah. for a while in the summer. Okay. Well, that's good. You get two months off. A little more than that. A little that, more. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. And if you see this trend, I feel like, uh, you know, in Europe, like they they go on more vacations than us, right? Yes, and they so call them holidays. Holidays, and that's holiday, and that's that we're trending that way. It seems yeah. like. I think our generation is because our generation, uh, like, is the is very aware of like. If we get fired, there's someone that can very quickly replace you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, uh, travel is or work is not valued. Right. More than travel. Right. Like we would rather experience things than go to work. Mm -hmm. Boring work. And I think, again, like our, you know, you get mad at me when I say this, but like our generation gets to self-actualize and realize that like our life isn't just on work and getting married and having kids. Like we get to have experiences that our parents and our grandparents didn't get to have. Yeah. And we get like we actually like choose to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. there, it's easier to get to to remote places. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's getting cheaper. Uh, but do you think that people are influenced by social media again? Like I'm seeing all my friends, or you're seeing all your friends travel to these cool remote places, and I'm like, oh, man, I want to go too. Do you feel that there is something, like I want to do the same thing, or look at me, you know, I'm, I'm cool, and I want to be like them? I think that uh, when I first started, it wasn't like that. Okay. And I think that it was maybe like a few years ago, but now this is more about me and like what I want to do for myself. Like I don't have to post it on social media if I don't want to. Yeah, because sometimes I see those photos with people um, traveling. I'm like, I want to be there too. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, let's book something right now because... 
Like they, our supposed New Year's Eve, we were supposed to go to London and bring New Year's. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't even think that was not gonna happen. Anyway. <laughs> no, that was not gonna happen. <laughs> that was just. It was uh, too late of a night, and we just like, yeah, it sounds like a great idea. In the morning, we were all like, <laughs> did we agree to? No, that was like <laughs> we were trashed on wine, and it was one of those conversations, <laughs> and everyone's like, oh yeah, sure, let's go, and then nothing happens. No, love it. No. <laughs> Okay, Emma, I think that's it okay. for this. We've talked about uh, about travel. This is really more about travel than anything. Uh, what are your What are your last words? My last words are travel as much as you can because traveling is good. Traveling is fun. It is fun. And, and bring me back something. Okay. You're talking about the audience. To, to yeah, bring I'm talking to the audience too. Okay. Mail me stuff. Awesome. We'll post the address online. We'll post your address online. <laughs> okay. Uh, what I say is that everyone values different things yeah. differently. And se although sex is important, I think for me, experiencing new things is almost equally important. But it just. I feel like you would pick sex, though. It just depends on how good the sex is. If it's like shitty sex, I'm like, hell yeah, let me go to. I still think you'd pick sex. If it's shitty sex, I'll go to like um, Hillsboro. <laughs> <laughs> go like to like Texarkana, yeah. yeah, for shitty sex. So I guess maybe it has to be equal. Like if it's really really good sex, like knock my socks off sex, which I don't wear socks during sex, but if it was that good, uh, it'd be hard to change. I still think I would pick travel over sex. Uh huh. Like Even if it was like the best sex I've ever the had, best sex I would still had. pick travel. Like this guy is rocking your world. Yeah. You'll never get anything better than this guy. Yeah. And the stipulation is it's you could never have sex with him again. Okay. And you'll never get that level of sexual activity Kay. in your life. Okay. And you still pick travel? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Explain. A penis isn't going to hold me down. How <laughs> 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 too late. No. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's I said all that on purpose, too. <laughs> it's not. A penis isn't going to stop me from doing anything. Yeah, okay. I mean, of course not. It shouldn't. No. What that's it, why well, I'm not going to pick a penis. What if it was the best penis ever? I don't care. A penis isn't going to hold me down. It was like... Okay, I'm trying to think of something else. But okay. <laughs> so what, what I learned is that penises <laughs> don't hold Emma down. Nope. And travel as much as you can. And uh, at the end of the day, it just uh, depends on what you value. Yes. Okay. You're learning the therapy. I, I feel like, it, <laughs> like people ask me questions, even at the meetup, and I'm like, I don't know. It depends. It depends what you value. Like, you know. Yes. Uh, rolling my eyes. We're converting you. <laughs> rolling my eyes. You hang out with too many therapists. I do. You're welcome. Thanks. You're but welcome I, I feel so more much. enlightened, enlightened and transformed. I make better decisions for sure. Good. Yeah. Hopefully Actually, throughout this, right throughout this whole podcast, I think I've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why Emma oh no. and I are going to write a book. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I just announced it. Oh. <laughs> it's going to happen. Sometimes you need to just wait to make these announcements. No, it's not. It, I mean, we've talked about it before, haven't we, on the podcast? Or in public? Probably in public. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully it comes out 
soon. It'll have my face on it. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll say, travel more because sex sucks. No, just kidding. Or it'll I'm say, not saying sex Or sucks. it'll say, a penis will never hold me down. Yeah, I think that's going to be the title of our book. <laughs> yeah. The penis isn't holding me down. No penis, penis envy here. penis will hold me down. I got you. Okay. So I think we're done, Emma. <laughs> I hope so for the sake of our listeners. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. So uh, how can they find us and all that? Well, you guys can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Date Podcast. You can also leave us an email with information, questions, thoughts, or topics at hello at datepodcast.com. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.